Welcome to Patient Stories. My name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and these are episodes about some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. Misinformed consent, or doctors make the worst patients. Dr. K entered my clinic after having an episode of right-sided weakness, which lasted about two hours, followed by an intense headache, all of which occurred while on vacation in Hawaii. He decided not to go and seek medical attention since, as an internist, he felt that he could take care of himself, believing that his symptoms were, as he noted, nothing more than a complicated migraine. Indeed, Dr. K did nothing more even after coming back to work, besides ensuring that he didn't miss his medications in the morning, which included both an aspirin as well as a blood pressure medication, things which he had been less than compliant with in the past. However, A couple of weeks after returning from holiday, he again developed the same set of symptoms, but this time it had lasted over two hours. The patient was out to dinner with his family, and he noted that all of a sudden he was weak and had dropped his fork. As well, not only was this associated with a severe headache, but also some word-finding difficulties. It was the patient's spouse who noted that Dr. K was speaking gibberish, to which apparently Dr. K was unaware. While his two children, both under 10 years old, found dad's funny speaking to be amusing, it was his wife who insisted that he go to the emergency department for further evaluation. There, Dr. K was assessed by dutiful colleagues where imaging of his brain revealed no abnormalities and his symptoms of aphasia and weakness had resolved. He was sent to neurology clinic for further evaluation, which is how he ended up in my clinic. I'm too young to have TIAs was the first statement that Dr. K greeted me with when I walked into the examination room, referring to transient ischemic attacks, which related to temporary decreases in blood flow to the brain that weren't strokes per se, but still carried a need for further assessment. It's just complicated migraine, right? Instead of responding to the question, I started to go through the usual assessment of Dr. K, his symptoms and premonitory signs, past history, family and social history, etc., all of which were pretty unremarkable. There was a history of heart disease on the maternal side of the family, but it was later in onset and less likely to have some sort of genetic predisposition, although in general, it's difficult to tell with such complicated diseases. During the examination, Dr. K kept bringing up reasons why there wasn't anything to be concerned about. I don't have any risk factors, and I don't really have time for any workup. I just need some meds, that's all. Nonetheless, despite this, it still seemed prudent to assess Dr. K more thoroughly, and I told him that. Look, I said, you've had two attacks. I just can't chalk that up to migraine unless we rule out other things. Dr. K, with the usual physician as difficult patient demeanor, noted, it seems a waste of time, but if we can schedule it around clinic, I can consent to that. Rolling my eyes, I noted we would try the best we could but we needed to get these things done sooner rather than later, and I insisted upon that. Of course, it took much longer for Dr. K to obtain all the tests needed, given the schedule he kept in clinic and in the hospital. While I had ordered the various cardiac and ultrasound tests for him and scheduled them promptly, upon following up, Dr. K had canceled and rescheduled these tests multiple times over the ensuing three weeks. And, despite my insistence, cajoling, and warnings to him when I saw him in the clinic or the parking lot or on the floors, I got the same response. 
I'll get to it, I'll get to it. Just too busy right now. Don't sweat it, Bert. I know what I'm doing. Shaking my head, all I could do was pray that something further wouldn't happen to Dr. K, despite my admonitions about delaying his work up. A few days later, one of the other staff members let me know that he'd seen a patient in the ED who was, as we call it, a young TIA, a doctor on staff at the hospital. I knew right away who it was, confirmed by my colleague. He was admitted, he said. He's cleared up now, but he had a pretty dense expressive aphasia. Some, but not a lot of weakness, though. I immediately went up to the floor and saw Dr. K looking somewhat depressed and serene, sitting in a chair next to his bed, reading medical journals. When he saw me walk in, he held up his hand. I know, I know, I was pig-headed about this whole thing. I didn't say anything at first, and I noted, I'm just glad you're okay. Did you have the ultrasound? Yeah, he said, but I don't know the results. I noted that I would find out, and as I walked out of the room, Dr. K called behind me, hey, make sure they schedule that cardiac echo so I can get out of here. I waved my hand as I kept walking. Dr. K's ultrasound showed significant stenosis or narrowing of his left carotid artery, which I relayed to him. You're one of the almost 20% of patients younger than 60 who have real disease. You're darn lucky you didn't have a stroke. Dr. K looked dumbfounded and noted that in medicine, we always play the odds. Look for what's common, not the rare thing. Yeah, I said, but when the symptoms match something, we also look to see what that is and work that up. You kind of ignored that. We referred Dr. K for further evaluation from the vascular surgeons for treatment and finished his vascular workup as an outpatient. Dr. K decided to undergo surgery and did quite well with his therapy. I know he went back to taking care of his patients very soon after the surgery and was diligent about follow-up for his vascular-based symptoms. He even used himself as an example to his patients many times over about the dangers of not undergoing workup. In the end, his forced consent to evaluation was brought on by having another event. May we all learn that this way of being a patient isn't the most productive or even safe of methods. Thank you very much for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.